Chicago's football game day starts with Chicago's college tailgate. From red shirts to mascots to your school's alma mater, Chicago's college tailgate has it all. Now back to the show with Shay and Tyler on ESPN Chicago. Tyler, I have to bring something up I said last segment. Mm-hmm. Because our wonderful producer here, Justin Pottinger, just received a verbal assault from a caller. You have triggered Cardinal Nation. Uh, Louisville Louisville Nation, the Alumni Association, is mad at me because I called their team what it is. Fake. Frauds. And some Louisville fan called up our wonderful producer back here, Justin Pottinger, and delivered a verbal assault over the phone. You boneheads, you don't know what you're talking about. Didn't even have the stones to hang on. I know. If you're going to call up and yell at us and call us dumb, have the balls to come on the air and talk with us. We'll have a conversation. You can call me stupid. I'm an idiot all the time. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I just have opinions. But this, he calls up and says, you boneheads, this team's played three road games. Oh, really? You opened neutral site well, with Georgia actually, Tech. I'll call that a road game. F off. You opened I'll call neut- that a, you played. I said true road games. You played Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Oh, get the F out of here. Georgia I, Tech is located in Atlanta. You just didn't I, play at the stadium. You played at Mercedes-Benz. I said true road games. This is college basketball rules. <laughs> semi-home doesn't count. <laughs> true road games. I don't even games. know that's semi-home. That's true. <laughs> true college true, basketball rules. True road games. All right? This is like Michigan St. John's State, hey, playing listen. at MSG instead of Carneseca. Michigan State's <laughs> going to play Penn State at Ford Field next week. It ain't a home game. It's a semi-home game. It's not a true road game for the Nittany Lions. You don't get to say true uh, road game when you played neutral site in Atlanta. I don't care if it was against Georgia Tech. You don't get to say it. Since then, home against Murray State, home against Indiana, home against Boston College, at NC State, you scored 13 points. You were lucky to win. Against Notre Dame at home. Good win, and I bet Louisville in the spot because Notre Dame had played a bunch of gauntlet games and were out of gas. Top then 10 win. You go on the road to god-awful Nordog Pit, and you lose 38-21. Why do you lose that game? Because you're effing frauds. Have the stones to hang on when you call in, Cardinal Nation. Let's have a conversation. Call back. Christ. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. All right, let's get into some of the other big games on today's slate. Kind of a sleepy day in college football, if we're being honest. There's a big one at night. Uh, there's a big one at two thirty in the SEC with Georgia and Tennessee that we've already discussed. Uh, but let's start with uh, the big nooner here, and that is Michigan on the road against Maryland. We detailed it earlier. No Jim Harbaugh today, but we need a little terp justification. We were pumping the the Terrapin tires earlier in the year. We said, you know what? The Maryland has this stretch of, uh, I think it's like three games in four weeks where it had Ohio State, yeah. Penn State, and uh, and Michigan now. They're 0-2. We said they would win one. Is today the day? Could be. Sleepy College Park sandwich game for Michigan. The emotional come down after Sharon Moore sighed and eulogized. Jim Harbaugh post game a win in Happy Valley. It's hard to get back up, man. And like, there was something galvanizing Michigan with the Michigan versus everybody when they were openly going to fight this. Now that you've laid the weapons down and accepted everything and decided, like, 
this is going to end up bad. We can't really fight this that hard. I wonder if you have the same energy. And I wonder if you can get the emotions back up after the Penn State game. I would be very surprised if Michigan loses this game. But 17.5 points, a lot of points to cover. In a very sleepy spot ahead of the Ohio State game, sandwiched between Penn State and Ohio State, you got to go to College Park. It's not easy. I'll say this. I need to see a few more throws from J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. Eight pass attempts last week. I Seven of eight for 60 yards. It was less than half of his previous career low. Yeah. And here's the other side of it, too, is Michigan has not played a quarterback this season. They just haven't. Drew Aller blows. And you go through the rest of the schedule, offensively, they've played one offense in the top 90. Maryland might be the best offense that they have seen this year. And I'm not telling you Talia Tagovailoa, Tua Jr., whatever you want to call him, is that great. But he's pretty good as a college quarterback, and he's by far the best quarterback Michigan has seen yet this season. That's just, look, it's going to be interesting to see how Michigan handles playing a real offense for the first time all year. And you know what? Like, Believe it or not, these teams, they dip their toes into the same recruiting pools. Like people, that's something people don't understand about Maryland is that the DMV area is one of the best places to recruit for football. It goes Florida, California, and then the DMV. Or I, I'll throw uh, Texas and Georgia in there too. Yeah, but I was going to say maybe Ohio. I take the DMV area over the state of Ohio. No offense, Tom Waddle, but uh, like the the DMV area with you get Ma- the Maryland in-state. There's a lot of four and, and some five star guys that come out of Virginia. D.C. and Maryland like that. That is a very rich athletic area that you can tap into. And it's one that a lot of programs, especially in the Northeast, really covet because you're not getting a lot in Massachusetts, New York, um, Pennsylvania. You get a little bit out of. But like for schools in the Northeast, they thrive in trying to get kids out of the DMV because that is. It, it, it's slim pickings up there. Like, if we're being honest, yeah. there's not a lot to tap into. Yeah, I just, this is going to be a fascinating game to watch. I want to see how Michigan's defense adjusts. Now they fired their linebackers coach. And Jesse Minter, the D.C., his dad is coaching that position group today. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see how they adjust to playing a real offense for the first time this season. And, Tyler, the, the, the three and a half yards in a cloud of dust thing that they were doing last week, Eight pass attempts. I, it, you just can't do it every week. We've talked about Maryland. We think Mike Mike Loxley started building something. Mm-hmm. This year has not gone as well as the last it probably five should have not been good. Yeah, the just, Northwestern loss sticks out is really bad. Yes, uh, even last week at Nebraska, a thirteen ten win is not inspiring. Uh, you lost to Illinois at home earlier this year. You, you were in the Ohio State game. I know the final score says 20 points, but yeah. you had a lead at halftime. Your defense was playing really well. Um, you just went up against a buzzsaw on the other side defensively with Ohio State. feels like the second half of that game affected them a little longer than it should have. That like maybe bled into the Illinois game, and then the Illinois game bled into the Northwestern game. Penn State just throttled them. Yeah. And can this what, be your get-up spot? This is the last chance you're going to have, really, to get up this season. You're not going to get up for Rutgers next week. You're already bowl eligible. It's not like you're playing for anything super meaningful. But this, if you can beat Michigan today, which, again, 
highly unlikely. But if you can pull it off, you can erase a lot of the sour taste that has developed over the last five weeks. Yeah. So this is their last chance to get up for something. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to 2.30 and a battle in the SEC between Tennessee and Georgia as Tennessee, a nine-and-a-half-point dog at home. This is a Georgia team coming off of its by far most impressive win and maybe the most impressive win by a favorite this year with what you saw last week with Georgia yeah. going out, stomping Ole Miss 52-17, to an Ole Miss team that at the time was ranked ninth and now Georgia's put back-to-back wins, impressive wins. Uh, they beat Mizzou 30-21 to the week before, and then 52-17. Can they kind of go through this trifecta of ranked games here and come out unscathed? I, I personally really like Georgia today. I think that they're finding their groove, and this is, their, this is the one that they have on the road, too. And uh, you, you play against a, a rival like Tennessee, like a lot of people will tell you in the SEC, I know Adam Abdallah feels this way. Like, sure, Georgia Bama's a cool game and a rivalry and all that, but it, it's Tennessee that they hate. Yeah, this is the big one for them, especially going on the road to Neyland. It's going to be a super hostile environment. This is probably the most obvious trip up spot for Georgia on their schedule. And what's really interesting to me, Tyler, is like when you go back and look at Georgia this year, the week after they bomb someone, they really struggle. They bombed Kentucky and Athens. And then they go to Vanderbilt and play a way closer game than they should ever have played with Vanderbilt. And I just, they bombed Florida. What happened after Florida? You were in a hell game with Mizzou. But Mizzou, um, now you go bomb Ole Miss. Mizzou's good. Mizzou's, no, Mizzou's good. Mizzou's good. Yeah. Now you bomb Ole Miss. What's going to happen with Tennessee? They've really struggled to put the two dominant performances together, which has not been an issue for Georgia in the past. And as much as Carson Beck is starting to play a lot better, life gets tough when you leave Athens and go really super hostile environment at not a midday 2.30 kick, Neyland Stadium. Fans are going to hate your guts and it's going to be loud, is it as easy to play as well as he's been playing? Can it's I a big s- question for me. Yeah, I, I will say uh, the two guys who we had major doubts set at the quarterback position at the beginning of the year both have sort of turned around, and that's Carson back at Georgia, Kyle yeah. McCord at Ohio State. Both have flipped a switch, and I think specifically Carson Beck, when you look at some of the performances he's put together as of late, especially last week, thrown for over 300 yards against Ole Miss, a couple of touchdowns as well. He's over 3,000 for the year. He he takes care of the football for the most part. And, I mean, he's playing his best football now at the most pivotal time in his season and in his career. I think he can go out there and have another good one today. And having Brock Bowers back has, has been amazing. Yeah, too. I mean, we saw it last week, even though it was more of a limited role. I was, a li- I was and wasn't surprised he played last week. I was surprised... He played last week just because it was way ahead of his injury return timeline. Right. But I wasn't surprised in the sense that he is it was his final home game. Did you see the jump cuts that he was making? He's healthy as hell. And I like that's if you're I was Georgia, almost wondering too, like would he play last week and maybe not play this week? Oh, he's playing today. But he yeah. This one's the one you don't miss. Like last week I was surprised he played because this game's on the horizon. But a home game, top 10 opponents. 
I get it, and it's the last home game you're going to play in game. college. Mm-hmm. It just, I felt like getting up for the Tennessee game was more important. This game has always felt more losable for Georgia than last week did, even though I bet Ole Miss, and you, we both did. We were very yeah. long. Mm-hmm. But this game against Tennessee has always felt like the more obvious trip-up spot if Georgia's going to have one. Yeah. Uh, looking across the rest of the slate for today, in terms of games with playoff implications, or I guess involving playoff teams, Florida State, Northern Alabama, doesn't really matter all that much. Oregon on the road against Arizona State. We've seen Arizona State be frisky at times. I don't think this is going to be one of those times. Oregon is a 24-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Ohio State plays host to Minnesota today at the Shoe. Um, I'd imagine another Ohio State beatdown, uh, probably something similar that we saw last week, which... You were in attendance for last week and, and had yourself a nice time out there. Um, yeah. We mentioned Georgia, and that's pretty much the – and Michigan. Like that, Those are pretty much the, your teams in playoff contention in terms of what, yeah. what we got on the slate today. Washington, Oregon State's the big one. That's that's the game of the yep. day. Mm-hmm. So, And by the way, just I have to say, because I've been attacked in the past for calling things the game of the year every week, Washington, Oregon remains the game of the year. Yes. By far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was incredible. And I hope we get Game of the Year round two. We will. I hope we do. Even with a Washington loss today, we will get Game of the Year round two. Yeah. Real quick, I want to squeeze this in. Eddie on the north side, you got to be quick, Eddie. Hey, guys, how you doing? So I like everything, but I'm adding, I don't, at 8.30 this morning, I got the Michigan over at 50. Now it bumped up to 51 and a half. So oh. I was going to add that to the parlay. But, uh, Man, Washington usually has their number, but that's the only one that scares me there. I'm thinking Washington in that game. All right. Bark, bark, Eddie. I like it. How about that? The dogs are barking. uh, I'm switching that one, but I'm adding them other two to it, and I'm adding the Michigan over. I I don't like that it bumped up one and a half, but I I think people are pounding the over, too. You're sharp, Uh, Eddie. four-teamer on that one. Moving markets. Love it, Eddie. Switch it up a little bit, you know? Good luck to you, brother. All right. We uh, ride together. Night, the, the two uh, college football games, I did both favorites and both overs for a four-teamer, and it hit. That's all I had to do. All I right. Over, over, favorite, favorite, and that was it. Bang. Love it, Eddie. Have yeah. a good weekend, and good luck to you. That's Eddie on the north side. All right, when we come back, we will make our picks and get an injury report from Dr. Pottinger. It's on the way. Chicago's college tailgate returns in a flash on ESPN Chicago. Now back to the show. Chicago's college tailgate has it all with Shay and Tyler on ESPN Chicago. Thank you to Justin Pottinger for producing today's show. We've got Northwestern and Purdue coming up in 10 minutes here on ESPN 1000, the pregame for Northwestern football. All right, Justin, what is on the slate for today's picks? Boys, here we go, Pottinger. Here we got to hear that music, I need the music going first, of course. Let's start with Michigan. Michigan opened at minus 19 and a half. We're sitting at 17 and a half, boys. They play at Maryland. What are we doing? Michigan last week, everybody's talking about how they dominated Penn State, and they did. But the way that they did it concerns me. It's not like they were running the ball and putting up 40 and doing some super impressive deal. They just ran the ball okay. Five yards of carry, pretty good. couple chunk plays. But to only get 24 points, it was just time of possession, field position. Now they got to play a real offense. Sleepy week, College Park ahead of the Ohio State game. Michigan and Ohio State combined 
as double-digit favorites ahead of the game since 2010, 5-13 against the number. Go Terps! Turtle up. I'm with you. I'm taking the Terps. I'm with you guys as well. That's a clean sweep. Guys, I just want Michigan to lose so bad. So it would be oh, so are you funny. saying a little money line sprinkle? I'm, I'm going little, Maryland little here. It would I don't be know so about funny. the money line, but that would be awesome, man. Would be awesome. All right, let's move it on. Rutgers is at number 10, Penn State. That line is 20 and a half. Why are we picking this game? We have to because we have to. Penn State no, we don't. laying 20 and a half, taking on Rutgers. Why does the line look that way? Penn State stinks. They can't score. Oh, but then you go look back. They thump bad Big Ten teams. I'm going with the Nittany Lions laying the 20 and a half. I'm with you. Give me Penn State. I, even though it's off the loss, give me Penn State here. I'm with you guys as well. I got Penn State in this one covering big. All right, Louisville on the road versus Miami. One would say their second true road game of the year. Third. You know, third. third. You know, I got Miami. What do you guys got? The last time Louisville went on the road, they lost to a god awful Pat Narduzzi pit team. Fade the fraudnal Miami. Miami is a team that's checked out, but I think they check back in for this one at home. Chance to spoil uh, a, a team that's headed to the ACC championship right here. Give me, give me Miami in the pick'em. All right, guys. How about number 18? Whoa, 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 whoa. Guys, this is, Miami. Was this is pick. my it pick. pick. I'm yeah, on yeah. to You're you. Turnover chain is big today. Wait, audience changes every 10 minutes, Patsy. They don't true. remember hey, that. Hey, you, baby. We're taking them big. All right, Utah at Arizona. Arizona's minus one. Arizona has become a known quantity. People understand now that Arizona's good. Doesn't it feel just a little bit too easy to lay the one short home favorite against the Utes. I'm going to I hate it. I'm clipping my nose. I'm going Utah. I'm the other way. This is the first pick we've disagreed on today. Give me Arizona. I've already played it. I like the Cats today. Bear down. I'm going to roll with Arizona because they are a rejuvenated program and this is this is Iowa Iowa State right here for me. Ugly game. But give me Arizona. This I'm, does feel I'm ugly, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it, ugly. It should be ugly, but I'm with Aki here. I, I got Arizona minus one money line combo going on. I love it here, guys, over Utah. What are we doing with a minus one and money line combo? Well, I saw a pick them this morning. I guess it's minus one. Minus one is yeah. a win. That's basically a money line. I guess so. Well, if you guess win by one, you push. They can't tie. Yeah, if you I win know, by one, you push. So you get push insurance on your money line. All right, guys. Number 24, North Carolina on the road versus Clemson. Clemson is minus seven and a half. You remember what Dabo said after they beat Notre Dame? Tyler. <laughs> Dabo after the Notre Dame win. There ain't one thing in my life that I've ever failed at, Tyler. There Dabo. we go. Dabo going all the way today. If Clemson's a stock, you better buy it. I'm laying the seven and a half. North Carolina on the road with an awful defense that has given up 200-plus yards on the ground each of the last three weeks. I'm going with the Tigers here. How can you play Clemson with a chair right now? Seven and a half? Because UNC. They can't protect Drake May. Carolina can't run the ball. Drake May, gunslinger. This is a big game for him. They're going to let Klubnik sit back and throw. He's... He's in real contention to be the number one overall pick. All these games are big for Drake May, and we've seen him play some really spectacular hero ball. I like UNC. 
North to win Carolina, the game. Keep your points. Yeah, yeah. North wow. Carolina might not win. I don't. I don't know, guys. But seven and a half, way too many points for Drake May. I got North Carolina on this. You one. two are the mice going right for the cheese in the trap. <laughs> Have fun when that thing comes down on your neck. All right. How about number one, Georgia? They're nine and a half favorites on the road versus number 13, Tennessee. I liked this a lot better when it was 10, but I still like it. I will take the home dog falls. This Georgia has not covered two straight games all year. Every time they bomb someone, they have a little bit of a sleepy letdown. I know Carson Beck's playing better. I know Brock Bowers is back. Tennessee last week was a clown car, but I'm, I'm just taking the points in the vaults. I think Georgia wants to leave no doubt that if they lose in the SEC title game, they're still in the playoff, and that involves crushing teams like Tennessee today. I like Georgia by 20. Give me the dogs. Wow. Way too many points, guys. I'm taking Tennessee. Finally. Nine and a half. I'm with you, Shea. I know, I know. It's, it, it's been a little bit. UCLA at USC. USC's minus five and a half. Big rivalry matchup. Chip Kelly gone after the Arizona State loss last week. And you know what? I'm taking the points on the road with UCLA. I know the quarterback sucks. I know the coach got fired. But sometimes you just bet the team that had the coach get fired, and you win it. They're good up front, man. They play They've both lines. they got a great defensive line. They've got NFL talent on the defensive line. I'm riding UCLA with you. USC's dead. Go Bruins. Yep. I'll join you guys. UCLA it is for me. All right. Florida. On the road, verse number 14, Mizzou. Mizzou's 11 and a half. Jackson in the producer booth. He's smiling. He says, go Tigers. What are we doing? I, I was going to go with Florida, the short passing game, Graham, Graham Mertz. But I saw Jack walk in here glowing. Big smile on his face. I got to go Mizzou for Jack. Complete vibe changer. That's what Jack is. Jack, Jack t- said, take Florida. What are you doing? When, when he walks want, in with a smile, I want my guy to be happy. I think Mizzou wins the game, but he had some sound logic there saying Florida, like, big game last week for Mizzou, winning against Tennessee, bad spot from here. So I'm going to go with my guy, Jack. He knows his team. I'll take Florida. Oh, what am I doing, Jack? Mizzou? I'll go Mizzou. Go Mizzou. Why not? We'll go, go Tigers. We'll go, we'll go Mizzou. <laughs> I'm, changing. I'm changing. I'm going Mizzou. I cannot let the crew down. Aligned. Let's go. All right, guys. Number 25, Kansas State on the road versus number 16, Kansas in the Sunflower Showdown. What are we doing here? Kansas State is nine and a half. Can favorite. I get an update on Jason Bean? I don't think he's going to play. If he ain't playing, yeah. you know what to do. Go Cats. Kansas with that Ballard kid, it was nice, but you lost to Texas F and Tech. Yeah. Kansas State laying the nine and a half. K State, big. We're going to cover this one, guys. We'll cover it. We'll cover cover nine and a half. I I like the under, though. I like the under in this game, so we'll see. All right, last one. How many more we got? One more. Number five, Washington at number 12, Oregon State. Oregon State's one and a half. We got to make this quick, boys. This is it. This is my quad bomb best bet 1-800-F-YOUR-BOOKIE play of the week. You got number 12 hosting undefeated number 5. And number 12 is a favorite. Auto bomb. Oregon State. Go Beavs. I'm on the other side of this one. Michael Penix needs a Heisman moment if he wants to pass Bo Nix. It comes today against Oregon State. Give me Washington I'm to win Aki. by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm with Aki. He, he needs this game. I got Washington winning in this one. Look at you two. The mice to the cheese. What Best of say? luck.
I did see. Uh, my roommate texted me that that game's flipped. Oregon State's now a dog. I don't know if if that's what you're seeing too. I don't that, know if that's true, but that number's been all over the place. It, it has been apparently off the might be a pick. It's off the board on Action Network right now. All right, well that's going to do it for us here on Chicago's College Tailgate. Don't forget, we're going to recap all the games with you on Monday or Tuesday. So subscribe to the Chicago's College Tailgate podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Northwestern football coming up next. Chicago's College Tailgate returns in a flash on ESPN Chicago.